the enemy is upon us. It's time to dig in, to stand our ground, and watch for the next attack. You're in the Fox with Jason Mark. Good evening. Welcome back to the Foxhole, where we stand our ground and watch for the enemy's next move. I'm, of course, your host, as always, Jason Barker. And tonight, we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, we're actually going to be talking about the environment. And no, I'm not talking about global warming and rising sea levels. I'm going to be talking about the environment in which we live. Um, some of it is because of things that have been orchestrated. Some of it is because of things that have been monopolized on. And I'm going to tie it into a couple of recent events. As you know, <clears throat> we've had a couple of really big events this week, one of them just happening today. And we're going to kind of tie that in to show how that's uh, both a result of the environment created um, by the globalist goblins and also how some of it is uh, pushed to further that environment that we live, work, and go to school and go to church in and things like that we're forced to deal with. Um, also, I'm going to be monitoring the Rumble chat today, and let me see if I can get it up real quick. And I'm going to be dropping a link in here if I can find the Rumble chat. I got so many windows open right now. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be trying to drop in the link for anyone who wants to chime in and like give some feedback. Oh, I see we got little John on. What's going on, little John? Um, anyway, we'll wait for some more people to come, but I'll go ahead and open it up. And uh, basically, the theme of the show has been talking about the globalist kind of like war on humanity, which is an asymmetrical war because there's few of them and many of us. Uh, so they've had to create division within the different groups they've created. Uh, they've had to kind of like create and stoke some fires. And they had to kind of break down our, our moral and social um, structure that we've had. And I think the first episode we did with myself and Chris, uh, Chris Graves, was we talked about the education system. And I, I believe that was one of the first attacks. And, and it kind of goes hand in hand with the federal income tax and then just crazy taxation. Uh, so you have um, families, and we did an entire episode. I think it was episode one we did. Uh, go back and watch that. It's really good. We talked about how the economic standards were set so that people could not stay home and have a one, <coughs> excuse me, still getting over a cold, folks. I'm sorry. Uh, we couldn't have that that typical, you know, the the housewife and the working husband that worked the factory job. And you could have two cars and a washer and dryer, two kids, a dog, a cat. Uh, it just wasn't possible on one salary anymore because of wages, um, uh, inflation, uh, your wealth being stolen through inflation, through taxation. And then so we wound up with uh, two working parents and that caused problems and with financial problems and divorce rates go up. Um, this caused kind of a breakup of the nuclear family and a handing over of children uh, to the, uh, the state or basically a federal education system where they've been they've been basically uh, trained to do anything but learn. They're trained what to think and how to think, not not how to think so much, but like what to think. And I think that was the first uh, thing. And so in this, I'm going to kind of step back and look at it in a grand scheme of things. So we have education, number one. Okay. And if you look today, uh, that has increased all the way into the colleges, the higher education. And what do you see there? You see kind of like what the libs of TikTok points out, these crazy purpled haired people that um, they really don't make any sense. They have a useless degree. They're heavy in debt because they were promised go to college, everything will be great. Uh, they have no moral foundation, no religious foundation. Um, and they're just kind of lost souls out there. And, you know, that makes an easy, malleable mind for someone like a Democrat to come in and say you're a victim. And and that's where we get to the, to the next thing is I want to talk about the mental and emotional attack. And I'm really going to dig deeper. We talked about SSRIs because that goes hand in hand with this. But I'm going to dig deeper into that. Um, we did do a, a show on it before. Uh, I think Chris Graves was in there for that one and then maybe Angry Tiger as well. But the mental and emotional attack. Okay. And, and this leads into the chemical attack. Um, so mental, emotional, you know, no parents, problems at home, 
divorced parents, uh, what do you call the families where you both your parents have? My my mom has a different uh, husband and my dad has a different wife. You know, I forget what they call that. Somebody will dime in and tell me. Uh, but anyway, it, it's created a very bad situation for children um, that are taught by teachers who are largely underpaid. And now they're just horrible people, half the teachers. And a lot of them are still good. There's a lot of really bad ones out there coming out of these colleges that critical race theory and, and all that kind of stuff. And they're pushing it on these young kids that don't have a mentor of any sort whatsoever. There's no mentor. Uh, they got the television throughout the eighties and nineties. It was the television. It was MTV. It was reality TV show and, and those kind of things that shaped them mentally and emotionally. And there was really, there was really, um, no one there to kind of guide them in the right way other than other friends. And then drugs became really popular. Like I know drugs have been around since the sixties and seventies, but I'm talking about like the hardcore stuff, you know, like crack and things like that. And, uh, and, and this is basically um, most of this stems from liberal policies when it comes to education, handing over more control to the government because for them it's about money and power and control. I don't necessarily think that these, these tier one level people that make such a difference in our in, in our environment that we have to live in. I don't think they're in it to really destroy. I think they're useful idiots, um, kind of like Trump is being a useful idiot right now. And we'll get into that here a little bit later. Um, John says, uh, stepfather and step monster. OK, love that one, John. Yeah, that's what we grew up with. You know, latchkey kids, very little supervision. We got in trouble. My brother and I almost burnt the house down multiple times because um, single mom, you know, single working mom, we'd come home from school, uh, almost burn the house down, uh, playing with fire, doing stupid stuff, hurting ourselves. And, you know, there was no, uh, you know, we didn't go to church because mom wanted to sleep on the weekend. She was tired. So that went away. We did it when I was very young, living with my grandmother. But I just noticed a different change in me when those positive influences went away. And, you know, uh, people start getting on food stamps and other welfare programs, and it's kind of degrading. Nowadays, I, I think it's not degrading. The stigma is gone and people are entitled. That's how much it's shifted because of the, the moving that Overton window about being prideful, about taking care of yourself and being a, a self earner and things like that. And, and, you know, being basically proud of what you do. Now it's just like you just want to pay the bills. And people have lost all dignity and respect for themselves. And uh, and children basically have no, well, they have they have mentors now. Uh, Drag Queen Story Hour, that's their mentors. They're lunatic teachers. That's their mentors. And um, they're all, I believe that they're all mentally ill. I don't think they're mentally ill because they were born that way and they have some kind of a disease or something. I think it's been brought on by conditioning, by nurturing and conditioning in this very negative way, uh, which is basically liberal policies that have come to fruition over the years. And now we're starting to see these people that grew up in that become the, the decision makers. And um, hey, John, I see you in the chat there. You want to hop in and talk about this, brother? I can drop the link. I'm going to paste it anyway, John. If you want to jump in, you just jump right on in, brother. Okay. But anyway, so um, one of the big things that uh, the, so, so what I'm trying to do is step back and look at we have all these different things. We had to attack on our, our morals, um, the Christianity, things like that. We had attack on our education system. We had emotional attack, and that's through the entertainment. And I think, again, that was Chris Graves that did a show with me on that about on the entertainment industry and that, how that has been trying to uh persuade people in a certain direction disney has admitted targeting children with this with um lgbtq ai plus agenda um you know, i see chris is in the chat hey chris if you want to jump in you can too why don't we talked about a lot of this but i'm going to kind of bring it full circle now and and show how they all intertwine together and give us things like this mass shooter we just had so that's where i'm trying to go with it but anyhow so we got all these people and then and then we have what what was the next um evolution of 
distracting people and getting them away from the family unit and from good wholesome values well the internet came along and this is where it gets very interesting because i'm trying to tie in um john i put the link in the chat in the live chat brother let me paste it again okay so i'm trying to uh show how this has led uh, these different things have led to the use of SSRIs, which is now looting, uh, leading to these mass shootings and these crazy people, uh, drug use. Uh, you know, if you've seen the trank, what people are doing, like it's insane. It's absolutely insane. So let me bring up my little outline. That's kind of the, the premise of the show right there. I just set up. All right. So attack on our environment, um, the conditions, and I wrote this out, so I'll kind of read some of what I wrote. Conditions are part of an ongoing war against the people in order to turn them against each other for the purpose of manipulation, control, sterilization, and ultimately extermination. And I believe that is the case. That falls in line with the 2030 agenda, the 15-minute cities, the no need for transportation or fuel or electricity. Uh, they basically just want a handful of people here to serve them, small enough to control, docile because they're drugged, and basically with no hope. And I got little John in. Let me hop him in real quick. So what do you think about what I just said about all that stuff, John, about how we've shaped our environments, or not we haven't, although we were complicit in it uh, because we weren't good parents and we took the easy way out and got two jobs and let the the school be our babysitter. And, you know, now it's what it was. Kindergarten was optional when I went to school. It was a half a day. Now it's preschool, pre-preschool, you know, daycare. They're starting off at like two years old now. What do you think about that? Well, I came from a family that uh, was broken when I was 12. And then by the time I was 14, they finally broke up. And in those two years, my parents fought back and forth. And it was like the worst time of my life, you know. I went from having everything as a family to losing everything, you know. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Because I was getting to the mental attack and and understand, John, that uh, what I'm trying to get at is that families didn't used to do this. I mean, it, they did, but it was kind of rare. Um, well, my, my, dad went to work. my dad went to work and mom stayed home. And then, you know, when everything happened, like you're talking about, mom started going to work. And then when mom went to work, we got divorced and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, well, uh, the number one reason for domestic problems um, is financial problems. It really is. And that's something that we learn in the military because we have domestic issues. There's people with PTSD and, you know, military people, especially the men, tend to be a little on the aggressive side, you know, and alpha males. So um, that's a bad combination when you throw in um, maybe there's some financial problems they don't pay as much and it's pretty easy to get in trouble and a lot of these um soldiers will marry these girls right out of high school and that's a real problem because they don't do home economics anymore you know these these girls want to uh come and then sometimes it's the other way around i know i won't make it a, a sexist thing sometimes you know it's the the female i've known quite a few of these that goes to work in the military and then they got the husband that's basically 18 19 years old and that's not a good thing for a young guy full of uh, young, dumb and full of, you know what, to be sitting at home alone with no job and some money in his pocket when the wife is in the field for a month. What do you think is going to happen? It's not, good. it's not a good thing. No, it's not. But, you know, they, they don't teach us, you know, how to be a good family member. They don't teach, you know, they used to have home economics. They used to have shop class for men, you know, and some women did the shop class. Well, I had a couple in my shop class. Uh, with the mechanical shop and also did wood shop and it teaches you some basic skills about you know the fruits of your labor for those that wanted to take home ec it teaches you how to balance a checkbook how to take care of a household uh, budget your money and now you got people coming in to life right away then they typically have a baby and the finances don't work that way i mean even if they don't even have the skills let alone enough money because of the way that they tax the crap out of us and so it takes two people to work. You have financial problems. You get to fighting in the military. Typically, one person's an alpha. There's probably going to be some domestic stuff going on. And then, you know, what what does that do to a child that's seeing that? You know, 
we, we talk about sometimes on chat and sometimes in the cabin when we're hanging out. Uh, I, I always say about how good I am to have my wife, but I always say that. Your wife's a good one. No, she's a good one. Thank you. Uh, and she stayed home with me, and times were tough. And she didn't go to work until after my kids started going to school, and she took a two-hour job just to go around that. But anyway, I mean, that's the way it was, you know, and that's, and that's, the, I'm, I'm so glad it happened that way. And my family is still together, but I don't know about these kids nowadays. I have one that's in her middle 20s, and she has problems because I think it's from the shots, but I'm going in a different direction here, but. No, that's fine. You know, I mean, it is what it is, but. Times have so much changed from 40 years ago, Jason. It's ridiculous. I know. I mean, they've changed from <coughs> from 20 years ago. I know. But let's let's uh, move forward a little bit. So basically, we just went over like, um, and this is stuff we've covered. Chris and I have covered this in a couple episodes. Um, basically, our government trying to play the babysitter has made life so miserable for us that it's caused family problems is what I'm trying to get at. It's caused the breakup of the nuclear family. I think that's by design. Um, and without the nuclear family, like you said, it's just life is different. Their kids lose hope and stuff. And then comes, <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I got this still this tickle in my throat. And then comes the internet revolution. Mm -hmm. And, you know, kids back then, it, I think the internet was more like, it wasn't with kids right away. It was more like the younger men younger men and women um, because it was free information. It was really cool. You know, uh, I, I know <clears throat> I had no interest in it. Really no interest until I started playing video games that were online, really, uh, which now is a big, big problem. But um, so the Internet comes around and uh, kids stop going outside. Eventually, you know, once they start getting on the computers, they stop going outside. They stop playing. They stop socializing. Um, they're not getting the vitamin D from the sun, getting a little sickly, you know, maybe, <coughs> maybe <coughs> overweight, too much sugar, which we see, we see this, this kind of exploded in, uh, in the nineties, didn't it? And, and I, I'm, I'm 20 years ahead of you, buddy. I, I'm like, I'm doing all this stuff you're talking about in the seventies. So we, yeah. we found our friends where the bikes were hiding in the, in the front yard. That's how I found my friends. Yeah. Well, um, so you, so you get now you got a whole different world than you fast forward from when we had a nuclear family and the kids would go outside and play. They had they had recess, you know, after lunch, you had recess and you would play and get in your little fist fights on the playground and don't tell the teacher. That's how you learn to socialize, you know, and you'd be best friends with that guy later. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know, because you both stood up for each other and you had respect for each other. Not always. Sometimes you still didn't like each other, but usually it worked out. And and at least you didn't mess with each other if you didn't get along because you both knew that you had respect. And, and, uh, and we, all, we all had the same friends, too, so you had to get along. Yeah, you had to. But then you hung out after school. You rode your bikes. You had got a lot of exercise. You played football. I don't know. You was in New York, so you're probably playing, like, what is that, wall ball? What is that game? Yeah, or handball or whatever, you know, handball. You, know. you ever played a stickball? Where you hit yeah, right in the I, middle, of, you got to yell car, car every time a car comes down the road. You, you know, so everybody get out of the way. You know what kids do now when they what? do hang out together? They go somewhere where they can plug their crap into a wall and they sit down on the floor and they just look at their phones in a group of three or four, but they're not actually talking to each other. Or if they are, they're talking to each other through a screen instead of turning and just looking at the person they're talking. I've watched my daughters do this. Yes. I've watched them sit on the couch and talk to each other on a I device. know. And, and that's when and that's when I just leave the room. Uh, if I'm out in a restaurant and I see hip people doing that, I don't even get up and say, I'm sorry, I'm leaving for a minute. I just walk outside and I just leave. I can't I can't deal with that. Yeah, and it's it's led to um within the research that I've done, let me let me pull something up on screen here. I'm sorry if I'm messing with your show here, Jason. No, no, I, I was uh I'm trying to read. I'm actually trying to read the comments too. I'm not very good at doing that. So Tom's in there. What's up, Tom? If you want to come on, Tom, come on. Um, the link's up there. Save him from me, Tom, please. Uh, Chris is telling Tom to come on. 
Oh, Tom needs to charge his phone. I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. Look at my bookcase back behind me. Yeah, Chris, we're going to bring it back to the day's events. I'm going to bring it towards the end. Uh, you're more than welcome to come on and talk about that. And what I'm going to try to do is show how this kind of leads up to the our mass shooting. Um, and I got some data to back that up, actually. I'm getting ready to get into. I was just trying to set the stage here, so to say, kind of go over what we went over with the SSRIs and the uh, education, the failed education system, and also tie in um, the morality behind it and how the, the family's been destroyed because of economic reasons and, and things like that. Um, but yeah, I got so many windows here. All right, so let's talk about this. I've got, let's see, depression in children. Okay, and what this boils down to, we're going to go back to the SSRIs because that seems to be the common thread. And Chris, when you were on, we went through a laundry list, a laundry list of mass shootings, including Columbine. We went through the Aurora shooting and we actually had what medications they were on. And they were all on one of these type of SSRIs. At least most of them were. There were a couple oddballs that were on something weird, um, but every other one was like a Zoloft or, or whatever, one of these crazy things. Right. So we, I guess we should start with what is childhood depression. And I got this article here and this is from WebMD. and I don't want to get too much into articles. I just want to make sure I'm sticking to the facts. Uh, so it says childhood depression is different than the normal blues. Now the blues, John, when we were kids, you got the blues. What? You got the blues when baseball season was over. No, yeah, I mean. You got the blues when your girlfriend dumped you, you know, or maybe she said no. Maybe said, Do you love me? Check yes or no. And she would check the no or just throw it in the trash. You feel kind of down for a while. The you know, blues, today, if kids go through that, they're going to, they're talking about suicide and stuff. The blues for me was when we had like five channels in New York City and we all had our antennas on the roof facing the empire state building and it was a stormy day and you can pick up no tv at all that was yeah. the blue you know yeah because you can't go outside and play and there was no tv it's a double whammy you know Which we had board games right we had monopoly yeah Our trouble and all trouble yeah i'm yeah. sorry <laughs> but I'm here's, sorry. here's here's where we've gotten overly sensitive okay um, so, yeah, is, is childhood depression real? I believe it is. I believe that there are some uh, people that are born that maybe have a chemical imbalance. I know because I've got children that one of them actually has. We've tried everything to get him off meds. He just needs to be on meds. He's, it's a genetic thing. OK, uh, his father had it. He's got it. So I, I admit that there are sometimes, but it's, it's pretty rare, as Fauci would say. Um, but here's the symptoms, right? These are for children, for young children, crankiness or anger, uh, continuous feelings of sadness and hopelessness. Well, I don't know. COVID might have done that to some of these kids, right? That's true. Social withdrawal. That's the big one. That's the big tie in I'm trying to make with social media and the screens. OK, yes, the kids might be sitting right next to each other, but they're so socially withdrawn. They don't talk. They don't have a conversation. They don't physically do anything with each other. They just share memes. That's all they do. They might as well be somebody in China they're talking to. So there's no real connection there. And I think that is what I'm trying to get to. That's the heart of the problem is we have gotten ourselves into a place where the kids don't have the parents. The schools are garbage. They don't even have their friends anymore. All they have is their social media. And that is so like withdrawn from society so i think that that's why these kids are getting diagnosed in record numbers with depression and being put on ssris um more sensitive to rejection that's every kid right uh what are changes in sleep sleepiness or excessive sleep I, I, I don't know is there like a magic number that if i go over it then that's excessive yeah. and if i go under it it's or sleeplessness that's like saying oh it's you have a choice a or b and either one Oh, you got depression. You uh, know, you can't do that. Um, I mean, all these things, trouble concentrating. Uh, these are all things that are typical for young kids and, and teenagers to go through. Um, this thoughts of death about, or suicide. I don't know about that one. That's what about, us adults? what about us adults now going through all this? 
So it's 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 different for us adults now too. There's no it is on this. So and, you know. and that's part of the thing too. Um, I wasn't even going to get that far into it, but this what I'm calling this portion with the SSRIs. I'm calling it the chemical attack. Um, it's part of the multi-pronged attack on us. Uh, they all work together, right? So the economic, the moral, the educational, and the chemical, the me the mental and emotional, and then the chemical. It kind of like throws gasoline on the fire of all those things, right? But you got to also understand that because we're so busy and we work, we don't eat right. So diet, and I have some data in here that shows that diet is very important, right? Your diet, your diet leads to um, kind of depressed kind of feelings and anxiety and things like that. Um, what what we're eating, we don't even know what we're eating anymore. What kind of chemicals are in it? What we're drinking? The chemicals in the water. You know, are they demasculating the men and masculating the women? I mean, who knows? There's studies it, out there. It, it has, has flip-flop, Jason. It has flip-flopped yeah. in the way you just said. Yeah. Uh, and there are studies out there that show that. I've seen competing narratives on that, so I don't know. I'm just saying that we do know that there's chemicals in our water. There's chemicals in our food. Now they're spraying chemicals in the air to try to combat climate change. And these chemicals are coming down and poisoning our soil. And Rhonda Tate, I wish she was on here because she's been battling this herself from the yeah. chemtrail stuff. And the chemtrail, you know what? You can call chemtrail a conspiracy theory all you want. There's been TED Talks on it. There's been papers written on it. Bill Gates has talked about it. Davos and the freaking weirdos have talked about it, about climate fighting climate change by re releasing particulates in the air to block out the sun. That's what they're doing. That's what they said they were going to do. That's what they said they, they have done. So whenever you say, hey, you're putting heavy metals in the air and it's coming down to my soil, they're like, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. I'm just telling you what you told me you're doing. And I'm telling you now that we've tested for this all over the, uh, the Western, as in like Arizona and Mexico area and stuff like that. There's been extensive testing done. And for what little trees they got out there, they keep dying. And they've tested the soil and the water for these chemicals that should not be or these heavy metals that should not be there but they're there and these are the same metals that they say they use and they see the dang things up in the sky spreading out like a big cloud and then the rain comes and it brings the metals down with it and then it poisons your land so we don't know when you've seen it us, us adults are starting to have these issues too emotional yeah. problems you know uh well we have a lot more stress going on around it. a lot of division yes. has been driven you know, you, you got to be on one side or the other. You can't ride the middle of the line anymore. You might just get yourself. I, I, I want to ride the middle of the line, and I don't know what's right or wrong anymore. Do you know? It's like, what is right and wrong? For it depends on who you run into and what their ideology is. It, it doesn't matter. There is no right and wrong. I mean, it. people have been all put into a category. You can't tell by looking at somebody what category they identify with, but they're going to be extreme on either side. It's either a racial category, it's a sex category, um, it might be a, a rich versus poor category. You know, you got a nicer pair of shoes, so maybe they think that you were born with a silver spoon in, their, in your mouth, but you might have been born poor. But they've yeah. been the, the Democrats have fed these different narratives to divide people for so long, and people have been dumbed down by the schools, by drugs. And I'm not just talking illegal drugs. I'm talking about prescription drugs by social yeah. media that that's all they have to believe anymore. And they don't even have close relationships of people to like have a meaningful conversation with. They just enter the echo chamber on the Internet and get more radicalized either way, right or left. They get more radicalized. There is no middle anymore. I, I agree. I agree. There is no middle anymore. It's just one way or the other. And that's it. Oh, we got Mr. Graves in the house. And John, you're on the bottom like you like to be right there. Look no, don't, don't tell anybody about that. Jason. All right. Well, let's get, let's get back into these this uh, this depression. So I want to kind of go with the, the – right, let me see when this article is written. Oh, this is pretty new. It's 2022. Um, the question to me these days is watching all my friends. I'm 59 years old. In the last couple of years, like every other week, I see somebody turn around and they're dead. You know, I, I'm, that's way up your show up right there. I've yeah, that's something. Maybe Chris can get into that one one time because, uh, I mean, it's happening in the uh, in the celebrity world, too. More and more celebrities are dropping dead. 
So and then younger younger ages. I don't know yeah. how old rock yeah. stars are like 80 years old and still rocking and they've done every drug known to man as much as possible. But now you got somebody who's never really done drugs that's dying at like 40, 45. And we got OP with us. How you doing, OP? Good evening, gentlemen. Uh, can I get a link for the show, please? Um, a link for like to the one on, on Rumble? This show, yes. That, that's what I wanted. You sent me a StreamYard link, but not a link oh, for the show. Oh, I thought that's, I misunderstood. Yeah, let me pull it up. Can okay. you, see, you see our private chat right here? Yes, I know where that I'm is. Paste it on in there. Thank you so much. All right. OP lives down the mountain for me, y'all. So let's, uh, where, where we left off, John, we talked pretty much about how the society is degraded and that's uh, pushing people to depression. And I won't get into the depression numbers yet. Let's get Chris's thoughts on that, about where we were maybe 50 years ago to today. And then we'll go to OP, a cult priestess, and see what she has to say. John F. Kennedy, the end of the innocence. And that's pretty much it on that end. That depressed everybody. That is true. Um, I wonder what kind of um, mental that shock a, that sent to the nation. That was a traumatic, that was one of those, uh, how do you put it? Uh, Trauma-based mind control type stuff. Not it's like the 9-11 yes. of their generation. Gotcha. Exactly. All right. And what do you think of cult priestess? It seems like 9-11 keeps happening every day now. It seems like... So I would like to bring up a concept. Sure. Uh, if you're familiar with Terrence McKenna. Author, I am lecturer. not. Go ahead. Okay. He was an author and a lecturer, and he was kind of a groovy hippie kind of guy. And he talked about something called novelty. And as we get closer to this, what we call a zero point or a merge point the novelty of human history will start coming all at once. So I do, I'm telling you guys, look up Terrence McKenna in his novelty theory, because that's what we are literally going through now. It is about the cleansing of history. I believe, now you don't have to at all, but I believe we've been in reincarnating um, this whole time we've reincarnated into different bodies and we've had our different stories to grow our soul through lifetimes. And now it's like the end of the play. All of this uh, Looney Tunes is happening and it's like an, a metaphysical event of history catching up with itself. So I know that's like some deep thoughts and deep topic, but I know there's someone out there that needed to hear that. So is it weird what's going on right now in our world. Hell yeah. But it's the end of clown world. But at the end of clown world, you have to truly experience every bit of it. But I do believe the sun will come out tomorrow, but that that tomorrow is just a few years away. All right. Um, it's always darkest before the dawn. Jason. Yeah. What's up, John? You know, one of the most depressing times in my life and most exciting time at the same time was like the 80s, the 1980. Uh, it was uh, John Lennon got shot. You know, I was 16 and I just started realizing my mortality. And then also when I was 16, all the world came out in front of me and I was able to do anything I wanted to do, you know. I was one of those wild kids in the street, you know? So wait a minute. Can we, can I pause you there for a second? Because that, that's something I went through too. When I got my license, um, you know, it was kind of like a, it was a certain amount of freedom. Uh, OP, she said she'll be listening on Rumble, guys. She dropped it in the chat. Thank you, OP. Uh, Thank you. Jump back in if you want. Um, but that's something we seem to have lost as a society is, you know, there was a time back in the day when you got your license or you turned, you know, turning 16 was a big one. Turning 18 was a big one because you can go buy a pack of cigarettes. Right. And then 21, you go get a six pack of beer. And, and we were out there, out there doing it. But what I've witnessed with my kids is they just don't hit those milestones anymore. They just continue to sit at home 
And, you know, they want to be free, but what they want to do is they want to go run around and hang out with their friends for the night and then still come home. And I didn't want to be home when I was old enough to be out. I, I wanted to be gone. I wanted to get my own apartment. I wanted to have a job. I wanted to make my way. And I know it was hard and I failed a lot, but I don't see that same drive anymore. People just feel entitled to stay at home forever and keep screwing up. And, and I, yeah. I, yeah, go ahead. It's too damn expensive. For anybody, that's, let alone kids, to get an apartment nowadays. That is true. I, I will not I will not uh, argue that one. But I would also say that going back to the point I was going to was this depression. And, and I won't bring the articles up. I'll just kind of hit some of the, the numbers. But um, this, this article from WebMD, it says, and I'm talking this is real depression. This is actual clinical depression, not diagnosed. Uh, it's actual, like, who, who actually has this disorder that maybe they're born with, right? Or maybe it's a chemical imbalance. Um, not something that was brought on by events in their life, right? So they said up to 3% of children and 8% of adolescents in the U.S. have depression. That's not a huge, I mean, it's, it's pretty concerning. Um, and it's common in boys under 10, uh, but by 16, it's, it's more common in, in women, right? But 3 to 8%, still pretty concerning but it's not nowhere near the numbers that we're seeing now as far as getting um uh, as far as prescribing medication for it it's nowhere near uh what causes depression okay so now we're talking about you know the three to eight percent this is like kind of like clinical depression of kids that maybe have um uh, predisposed because of genetics or whatever and we got tom cooper with us uh, then if you look at the causes and I'll get your thoughts on this here in a second, Tom, um, the causes of depression in children, specifically children. And I thought this was interesting. Depression in children can be caused by any combination of things. And I only highlighted the ones that weren't kind of like genetic or family history or whatever. Um, physical health, life events like COVID, like JFK, like 9-11, you know what I'm saying? Like Lennon being shot. So life events, environment, which is what I'm talking about. Um, the environment, not the weather, but like what you live in every day, what you deal with every day. 2020, which led to yes. uh, it making it easier for rioting later on in the year. Yep. And then another one, biochemical disturbance, which I found interesting because I'm talking about poison in the water, poison in the food. Um, poison in the air, poison in the soil. So these are all things that, that we, as conspiracy theorists, if you want to call us that, um, we look into these and we find that these are legitimate things. Uh, they're, you know, biochemical disturbance. I mean, we just had another freaking train disaster at one o'clock in the morning. Did y'all hear about that? Yeah. Another derailment. Um carrying ethanol ethanol yep. Yep. thanks yep. of ethanol blew up burnt up they're trying to contain it stuff's going to get into the ground ethanol is probably not the worst thing in the world but what if it was in you know ammonia or something like that or, or the stuff that was in uh the palestine train i mean this is happening all the time and this stuff gets into our water and they say oh it's safe to drink it's not safe to drink it's not safe if it has anything at all in it it's not water anymore well, look, safe uh, enough, you know, we got denatured alcohol and paint thinner. You know, it says right on the can, do not, you know, dump in the soil you know? or you know, pour down the drain. But or people anything. do it. Yeah. You know. um, so, you know, let, uh, let's uh, let's get to Tom. But um, to keep it on track, what we're talking about, Tom, is um, the overall environment that we live in and the increase in depression in children. Eventually, we're going to talk about this this school shooting. Okay, uh, so what do you think about that? About uh, depression in children? Those numbers I gave you. It said clinical or you know genetic, whatever. Three percent uh, children, eight percent adolescents. Um, not crazy high numbers, kind of concerning. And then what the causes were, which would be life events, physical health, which you know we don't eat right, our environment, and biochemical. What do you think? I think it's just life in general. Yeah. The way they're doing everything. You know what I mean? Like everything's contaminated. Everything we touch, we can't even take a clean shower because the water's got junk in it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, 
Basically, everything we touch, we eat, we consume, we we'll wear. Deodorant. It's got I love deodorant. So yeah. I haven't used deodorant and I haven't used toothpaste in years. So I might be a little stinky, but I apologize. Um, and I brush my teeth with hydrogen peroxide. So yeah, but I mean, if you look at the ingredients on some of those products that we use on a daily basis, metal. The, the shampoo, the the, wearing, this yeah. got, you know what I mean? The women's clothing. I did a thing on that for Knights of the Storm, you know, yeah, the clothing. So basically everything we touch and consume and it's got something wrong with it. Yeah. So basically it's going to get to the point where we're just going to have to start making our own clothes, or our own food. Um, you can clean the water. That's not hard to do, but uh, nobody wants to do that. So you got to filter know. the water that you just filtered. You got to filter. No, not filter. You can do it naturally. If you use the right plants and the right trees along the rivers, it will keep the water clean. But nobody wants to look into that. Nobody wants to do it. So the water is just going to keep being contaminated. I'm up on the side of the hill. I think I got a spring going with me, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, you're lucky if you got a natural spring because that's it won't be perfect because it stuff still get in there, but it'll be pretty good. Um, but here we go. I got another. I got this uh, American Psychological Association article. Um, let's see. Rates okay. of major depressive episode in the last year increased 52% and they're looking uh, from 2005 to 2017. And then they said in the last year increased 52% from 8.7. Huh? I, I don't believe in that because they, I know for a fact that the local news does not tell anybody that Joe Blow down the block committed suicide. So no matter what the case of suicide is up or down, they're not going to say yes or no. Now the media might want to report on this, that, or the other thing that you're talking about, depression or this or that. You know, yeah, this is talking about depressive episodes, like got admitted to the hospital or checked themselves in or whatever for de for depression, right? Or kid goes to school and talks to the nurse and the nurse, you know, says, oh, I think you have depression and then they get counseling or whatever. They have an episode. Well, that's the easy way out back in my old days. And, and that's that's kind of where I'm going with this. Um, so from 2005 to 2017, they're monitoring this stuff. It goes up all of a sudden the last year, 52% jumps up to 13.2% among, among adolescents from 12 to 17 and 63%, um, it increased 63% among young adults, 18 to 25. And these are kind of our high risk people that, uh, basically, I think these are the people that don't remember nine 11 and they've just grown up in this dystopia. If you think about that age group, you know, the, the time that they're looking at it and the age of these people, if they were alive during 9-11, they don't remember it. All they know is, you know, we knew freedom. We seen some nasty stuff happen. And then, yeah, now we got the TSA and, and the NSA is up. Everyone's behind. And then they, we know they're monitoring our smartphones, but we still kind of know what freedom is. But these kids grew up in a slave world as far as that they're aware. So that's got to be adding to the depression there. And like I said, I'm going to get us here. We're almost there. Let me jump to the, to the end so we can get into talking about the shooter. Right. I don't want to talk about the shooter. I just want to talk about what could be causing it. Cause it's definitely not a gun problem. Guns have been around the wrong people get guns. Yeah. That's a problem. I'll admit that's a problem when the wrong people get guns, but, um, What's really causing someone to shoot, a, you know, three nine-year-old children point blank? It's more than the, the gun didn't do it. The person did it. Why did they do it? That's what I want to get to the bottom of. That's what they don't want to talk about. I think Tucker uh, covered it a little bit yesterday. He talked about the SSRIs and stuff like that. But let me get on to trying to find these, these numbers. Let's see. Today, about 2 million of the more than 6 million children. I'm going to jump to this. Okay, this is ADHD. So, the, so besides SSRIs uh, for depression, I also got into some ADHD numbers, and those are pretty staggering. Um, and when you look at the signs and symptoms that would cause these people to uh, prescribe these people medication. Um, and actually, the, the name of this article right here, if you look at it, this is from 2016, way back. 
CDC warns that Americans may be over-medicating youngest children with ADHD. Now, it's 2016. If these kids were what? Eight, nine, ten, something like that. They're getting up into these ages now where they've probably progressed on to SSRIs. You know, um, if you look at some of the side effects of these, uh, it says irritability, slow growth, sleep. Yeah, they only list the, the, the stupid ones. But um, you can get into some of those things that would make um, that would make someone look like they have depression or anxiety, you know, from the ADHD medication. Now you've progressed. And I actually watched my stepson go through this where they progressed him. They treated him for one thing, prescribed whatever wrong. And this is before he lived with me. Next thing you know, they're diagnosing it with something else. And now he's on a heavier medication. And now, um, oh, you got to take something to, to counteract the side effect of that medication. Now, by the time you're said and done, the medication is causing more problems than he had if he didn't take any medication at all. Before, he just couldn't pay attention. That's it. Because he was a kid. And now he's like threatening to kill his teachers and stuff. You know, that's no joke. That's what I do. My, my son's autistic, dude. My wife never gave him any medication. She told them all to screw off. Yeah, good. That's good. Uh, I would so, like to say and my stepson's fine, dude. I, you know what I mean. So all these other kids that have autism and HDAD or whatever the hell you want to call it, it's all because of these drugs they're pumping into these kids. Yep. Now let me let me jump into this. I'm going to throw some final numbers out there, and then we'll talk about what may have caused this crazy shooter to go off. And I don't even want to get into the transgender thing. Um, I'm just talking about these people because it's still a young person, um, mid-20s, right? Early to mid-20s. Um, but 28, supposedly. So I read a 2019 article from ABC News. 2019, now this is before the lockdowns. At that time, children were spending as many as seven hours each day looking at their screens, according to the report. Another... 2019 article from NPR, and that was based on the study that I was just looking at. Um, yeah, the, the percentage of mental disorders went up. Okay. Um, and then I didn't get to it in the article, but uh, depress depression had risen 52% in teens and 63% in young adults. So, yeah, I guess I did read those numbers. So, if we're already at that level in 2019 and kids are on their phones for seven hours a day, and then we hit the lockdown and then they're further isolated, probably on their phones, double that now, you know, or it's probably causing the depression too, dude. That's what I'm trying they, to get at coming off the phone in their hand all the time. You know they're what I mean? Separated. They're separated from the, they, like I was going into the beginning of this, they killed our education system. They killed the freaking nuclear family. Um, the, the one working person family, right? So you got two people working. The parents have to outsource the care of their child to an education system that's failed. The children have nobody. All they had all the way up until 2019 was seven hours a day on their phone, no outside time, because you know what? The police will come grab you and take you home and call CPS because the kids are 14 years old and they're unattended. Are you serious? Are you freaking serious? 14 years old, you couldn't find me. I was out somewhere doing something and nobody cared because I was old enough to look out for myself, right? But now they'll call CPS on you. So why do you think these kids are on medication? And then, you know, what it basically comes down to at the end of the day is these episodes happen on these SSRIs, these nasty episodes of uh, suicide, uh, homicidal thoughts, you know, these violent tendencies normally when they when they stop taking it but sometimes when they start it um, there's a thing called ssri antidepressant discontinuation symptoms this is when they suddenly stop taking their medication and david knight talks about this when they you just can't wean off of these things can you it's hard it's really hard we've had to do it with our kids those kind of drugs are the worst kind of drugs to get yourself off of just so you know worse so, than heroin and heroin is bad. That's in your bones for the rest of your life. So I'm, on a, I'm on a medication right now for my nerves with my back and my neck. And it's called gabapentin. And it's really not even meant 
sleepy of nerves. It's, it's like a psycho drug, I found out. You know, it's kind of messed up. They give it to you for one thing, but it does something else altogether. And I'm an adult. I just, I, I, I'm not really an adult, but I play one on TV sometimes. He <laughs> <laughs> was saying that the shooter was 28. I think that's what she said. A little yeah, older. Said that. Yeah. Yeah, a little older. So, I mean, just going over that right now, all the way leading up until, until 20. And I'm not trying to like, beat up and say oh the kids are just so weak nowadays and back in my day you know we were tougher and all that i'm actually trying to look at the cause because we can't fix the problem if we just bitch about how the kids act why don't we look at what we can do to contribute to making it better for them you know how can we undo the damage that's been done because we're we failed and then my generation before me failed by allowing this to happen and i kind of feel bad for these kids you well know? Well, what, what what if I say I was driving down the road today and it's like grandma is driving the same car as a teenager's driving around and he's like, hey, grandma, nice color. But meanwhile, the kid's driving the same kind of car because that's all they got to choose from. It ain't like they got a Mustang or grandma's got a Ford family and, you know, must do whatever. You know, it's like there is no identity anymore. Everybody's got the same thing. That's yeah, Exactly. Exactly. So, Chris, let's give us your thoughts on that, about the increased depression. How do you think COVID helped and what can we do? I'm pretty sure that we can all agree. Let's just ask, go around the table real quick before we get to Chris on this. Can we all agree that we're seeing these crazy shooters probably because of medications and their upbringing probably led them to that medication and our failures as society caused them to be brought up that way? Can we kind of agree or give me a different kind of timeline maybe? I don't know. I think there's it's, there's a lot more to just those things. You know what I mean? Like uh, those kids could have been uh, the um, 5G that they say they're pumping. It might be six okay. or seven G. And how do we know that's not fucking? You know, sorry. How how do we not know that's messing with people? You know, mm-hmm. making them go. You know, maybe they got a chip, and all of a sudden they hit that five, that six or seven G, and it ignite. You know what I mean? The kid wakes up and just starts tripping or the person or whatever, you know, who knows, man, there's so they got they're throwing so much stuff at us right now, Jason, we don't know where it's coming from. You know what I mean? We can say we think we do, but then there's something else. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. The environment that the environment that's been created is almost impossible to navigate sanely. Yes. And, and, And it is an act of war. I believe it's an act of war. I think it's intentional. It's absolutely intentional. I think um, everybody's suffering from some type of PTSD from this whole COVID thing, dude. And and then they're just awesome. keep, you know, like saying, oh, well, we're going to drop nukes and you know what I mean? Oh, Ukraine war. We got to go to war with China. That just stresses people out. That's why I don't even watch none of that stuff. Do you, do you think, Tom, because you're bringing up a good point. They're throwing so much of it, uh, of this stuff at us at once. Do you think they're doing that to get people to feel like angry, helpless, and then they bring up these division, these wedge issues like abortion. All the above, like dude. That. All and, the above. And that gets people to like get their anger out on each other. Yes. Yes. Okay. So if we just stop paying attention to some of this stuff, it might go away. But the more attention we pay to it, it's just gonna stay, it's just gonna keep coming. You know what I mean? Like the people really they need to quit watching TV and whatever. And listening so, to all this, this stuff, and get together, and then go to the capital and tell yeah. tell our governors and our mayors, we don't want this crap. You know what I mean? This is what point. we have to do. Tom, interesting point you, you mentioned. I got to say this because I wanted to say this in the last show, uh, the last one. I think nights I was going to say it on. Um, I quit watching cable because I don't want to pay for it anymore, and my live. TV really sucks because we don't have any stations nearby. They're all the way over in Savannah, so they come in kind of broken up. So what I see, the news I see is usually after the fact. It's usually a half a day, a day after. So what I'm seeing is I'm not seeing the news. I'm seeing the reaction to the events, or I guess that is the news. I'm not seeing events happen in real time. I'm seeing the reaction to those events, and it's very clear to me that the reaction is staged. Very, very clear. Yeah, it's the event could be real. The, yeah, the event could be real, but the reporting is very, very staged. It's very choreographed. 
Um, and, and I think it's smarter. Like everyone wants to know what's happening right now. Like Trump got indicted. Everyone wants to know right now. You know what? I'd rather find out tomorrow because I would see how everybody reports it. And that lets me know what the narrative is. Not so much the event that happened, but how they're reporting it. Tells care, what's going on. To be honest with you, because these people are the ones that are destroying our country and we're worried about Trump getting arrested right. or indicted. It's never going to happen. Let's, Come on. Let's get you Chris's thoughts. If he does get indicted, do we think that Trump is actually going to do jail time? No. We This has happened so many times. These big bankers, they steal our money and then they go to trial. And then what happens? They go to work for another bank to steal our money again. Mm -hmm. You know? So I don't know is the American people, they've got to be getting tired of this at some point. I think that's the point. We got to, you know, and I'm not saying take it to the streets and get violent. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, go to your mayor's house, go to your governor's uh, where they live and protest and say, we don't want this. But really what the, th the whole thing is, is everybody has to come together. Okay. Gays, trannies, whatever, all the weirdos, all the normal people, we got to put our differences aside because they're coming after all of us, not just one group. So, you know, they're it's, so, it's so hard to do that because when when you say certain words that trigger people, they've been conditioned not to get along because they've been taught the critical race theory stuff and all that stuff that when you use certain words, they're so sensitive and, and they're so ready to pounce on any little well, it thing. It sounds like we're never going to accomplish anything yeah. in this country. Well, they have to get tired of you know it. I mean? That's the point. Chris, let's jump to you because we're running short on time here. Let's jump to you. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about the shooter or you want to talk about Trump indictment or both? Uh, Trump, I don't care about. Um, <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, if they're going to pretend to you know, arrest him or whatever. That'll be the first time a president in history has ever. I think there's some something to that. that that's a, a setup of some kind. Um, shooter thing. Starting to realize that there's more discrepancies besides the shoes and the footage and all that. So I think there was most likely, <clears throat> in my opinion, it was most likely someone else that was shooting as well. I can't prove it yet, but um, I'm keeping keeping an eye on it and uh, i think look it was brainwash what's that look into the church yeah i found a, a, an article this morning yeah. a bunch of those people are being accused of being child molesters yes jason there's a thing that uh we're going to do tomorrow on uh, tmp that goes into what tom just said that oh i, I got to check that one out so you think uh, there might be motivation possible motive is that there was uh child molestation accusations allegedly that they might be covering using all this so or well, well, well hold on let's let's back that up a minute because the shooter went to that school that church school apparently and, yeah. and the, a lot of times when there's um you know when when children go down these paths that that you know they think they're transsexual or they think that they're you know gay or whatever but they weren't they kind of were pushed that direction by um, people in authority. Could be some and, trauma there, yeah. And there could be trauma and there could be regret and people come back. So and that's something to look into when we have more information. Exactly. But, and it but makes still, more, I think it makes them more susceptible to being persuaded to do bad yes. things. Yes, yeah. I, I agree with that. Absolutely. Um, well, we're, we've got one minute left uh, until we hit an hour. John, what do you think about all this stuff, the Trump thing and the uh, shooter? I do want to hear that report, Chris. I'll be listening tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we that standby. Yep. yep. What do you got, John? Jason, you know I can never stick to a script. I'm sorry about taking you everywhere, but no, things, 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 things ain't like they used to be. They never will be the same. And we just have to keep living day by day. That's all we have to do. Thanks. I like that. Nice and nice and sweet. Well, all right. Um, well, I'll just kind of sum it up. I was trying to show how this is all kind of like. You know, we look at each little thing, but don't look at it in a vacuum. I think it's one big, massive attack that has all these little side attacks meant to divide us. And that's what we're seeing. The Trump thing is going to divide us. The tran transsexual thing is going to divide us. 
Yeah, right there, now, was, got, there was kind of a riot going on in Tennessee earlier today, too. Well, right. Look, they they riled up. I mean, they did it with the don't say gay bill, right? The, yep. they, the, the bill had nothing to do with gay at all. It had to do with um, illicit content being shown to extremely small minors. And honestly, I don't see anything wrong with that because if I'm a stranger, if I'm dressed in a three-piece freaking suit and I walk up into a park, like I'm dressed like a very respectable businessman that you wouldn't, I'm not even dressed like no kind of like wearing um, nut huggers or some, something like that, <laughs> whatever you want to call them. Right. <laughs> Daisy Dukes. You know, I'm, I'm dressed like, I'm sorry. If, if I'm dressed like a, just a regular everyday Joe, that's maybe going to the office and, and uh, some mom's got her four year old daughter there in the park. And I stop and asking her about her sexuality. I would go to prison. Yeah. So what makes it right for a teacher or a stranger to do it inside a school? It's not right. What makes it right to have that kind of stuff in literature it, with cartoon pictures? It's not right. So let it's, the kids be innocent. That's all. Yeah. I mean, if the kids it, it, don't push the kids to be a certain way, don't push them to be gay. Don't push them to be straight. Don't push, push them to learn how to read. Just let them be right. kids because they're going to find out soon enough how yeah. cruel how cruel this world really is. Let well, them I mean, how do you know you're not causing trauma? When they open up that book and see it, that they're like, what? And it causes a mental picture in the, the prime of their life when they're soaking things up like a sponge. That could be devastating to them later yes. in life, you know? You know what, I mean, what, what is a conscience on the next show coming up with John Lawler here, you know? Little John, I'm sorry. Yeah. Conscience. Does anybody have a conscience anymore? And no. I, I like what you said, Chris. Just let the kids be kids. Mm -hmm. But that whole thing with the going back to where I was going with that, the don't say gay bill, that's all it did was said we don't want kids of a certain age to have certain material provided because we think it's inappropriate for their age. I would agree. W whether you're for or against it, it's still inappropriate for that age. If the parents want the kids to know that, the parents could do that on their own. That's what the yeah. kid, that's what the parents are supposed to do. They have yeah. sex ed, right? But even that, they only go so far and they have to be a certain age. Right. So... But but what they did was they came out and they said it's a don't say gay bill. It's come out again. And that is designed to drive division between the one community and the other community. Right. And that's and while they're doing that, and, and I'll end it on this. Look at what's happening that's not being reported on. When Tucker was covering all the January 6th stuff and I was on with Don um, on Don's show, we were all on there in a little panel, right? And I said, um, Look at what's not being reported on. That week, they pushed through a CBDC uh, executive order. And I forget, there was some other big, big legislation that went through. There was two big pieces that went through that nobody paid attention to because we were all divided on the January 6th stuff. And now we have even more, like occult priesthoods was saying, it's escalating, escalating, escalating. It's going to be too busy. And, and Tom was saying they throw everything at us at once. That's what the enemy will do. That is the culmination uh, on an asymmetrical warfare after you have shaped the battlefield and you're controlling what people are doing, including your enemies on that battlefield. You know exactly where to strike, and that's when your final blow is coming because everybody else is occupied, and you're going to finally walk in. And I think the final blow is going to be CBDC. After that's done, it's, it's over with. They can take away transportation. They can take away what you eat. They can take away anything because they can control what you can buy and sell. Period. And now with now with the, this Trump stuff, it's going to also be a series of uh, distractions from other things. I guarantee. I agree. It. And I think that's what it's designed to be. It's designed. Trump's going along with it because he thinks it's going to get him popularity, and the other people are going along with it because they know it's a, po a nice distraction and they can slide through some of that garbage they know that is wildly unpopular with the American people. All right, let me find my uh, little outro. Any other final, final thoughts before I close this out, gentlemen? Marxism. That's what this is. Yeah, 100%. Division. Uh, I'm digging the next spot, so, Jason. So, you know. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, before I do go close this out, Chris, um, you're on a lot of different places. I know people watch and know you, but I get a lot of people watch after the fact. So go ahead and let them know where they can find you. Stuchelli.com and uh, TMP tomorrow. We're going to do a whole thing on uh, what we were just talking about with the this shooter situation. Yep. And then Tom, you also do one with Chris um, on Saturdays. Uh, 
conspiring with Mr. Cooper. We're going to have OP on Saturday, and she's going to discuss magic with us. That well, that one's more of a it's a more of a comedic based thing. But we're we're going to do a we're going to attempt something with uh, with OP's uh, help. We're going to do it's going to be a dual live stream. So on her Rockfin channel, but also with my Twitter thing, we're going to try to figure out how to do it at the same time. Nice. And, cool. <laughs> and then um, here, just just to share it with everybody, um, I do have it ready to go if I can find it. I got too many doggone windows open. Little John will always be here. If if we all didn't uh, catch where to catch um, Chris at, just go to the, our website, The Knights of the Storm, and then you go to Friends, and then Chris is down here. Uh, Linktree will take you to like all of his stuff, different links. But then also he shows up. I, I updated this mostly, but there may be some I got to add. But oh, it's screen. all good. Just, just check out Charlie Robinson, Billy Ray Valentine, uh, Valentine and uh, freeworld.fm, things like that. You know, you guys, you sub stacks and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, I have way too much going on. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this you can go to our website to see where to come see these fellas at and stuff like that. And then, of course, we always support David Knight. I always want to throw him a holler. Go to his website and, uh, you know, help him. I don't know why it's all the way down here. There we go. But uh, anyway, let me do that. Okay, so any new uh, any new metal pieces uh, that he's promoting at the moment? You know, like uh, any new coins that he's been uh, promoting lately? Any? Always wondering. Yeah, like specialized. I don't even know where I'm going. Oh, with the the little challenge coins. It's just... Yeah, does he put out new ones every month, or is that how it works? Or no, it's the same. It's the same one. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to get different uh, different colors because I know. Um, the brass ones look pretty nice. You get those antique. I brass. always, I always thought he was going to try to take the chess pieces and like uh, sell them as like silver pieces or gold pieces. That would be freaking cool. I, I was, I thought maybe it's, he was already doing that. No, know. no, it's kind of expensive to set that up um, just to get the first run. So, but anyway, we'll go ahead and get out of here. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, hey, tonight we didn't actually. I didn't have the you know call these guys up and say hey come on my show. I just said hey I'm gonna throw a link out. And so I'm going to do that from now on. So if you want to come on and talk about something, catch the show live. I'm on every Thursday, 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock Eastern. Sometimes we run a little over like we did tonight. But I'll start throwing the link out there. And if you want to chime in, because I don't have a phone. I can't do a call in. Um, so, But this is a good way to do it. You can do like a cult priestess did. I'm glad she didn't use her picture because, uh, or her video because it shows you you don't have to show your face. You could be audio only with a nice, cool avatar, whatever. And come on, let's talk about it. So nights to do that too on Saturday mornings. Yep, we're gonna start doing it too. I think it's a good way to get people involved. Yeah. But anyway, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, that does it for tonight. Remember to hold your ground, watch the enemy, improve your foxhole, and always look out for one another. Until next time. You've been watching the foxhole with Jason Barker.